The podcast you are listening to is part of the Between the Lines Studios Network. To find more great podcasts, please visit www.betweenthelinesstudios.com. Arrested Development Pilot. Meet the Blues. In the pilot, Michael decides to take a job in Arizona after being passed over by George Sr. for head of the Bluth Company. George Sr. is jailed and the family realizes they need Michael now more than ever. Now the story of four people, where three of them had never seen Arrested Development before, and the one person who had no choice but to fix that. Bluthcast. Hello and welcome to Bluthcast. I'm Kelly Joe. I'm Ryan. I'm Katie. And I'm John. So, guys, this is the first official episode. <laughs> Yay! Yay! They're streamers. We got all together in less than a week. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I kept. I was like, wait, we're recording on Saturday. <laughs> I posted it on Twitter, being like, and I posted on the potential cast, being like, no one's gonna answer this. And now we're recording. <laughs> so where have people might have heard from you before me i guess i'll go first um i um really haven't been on much uh i did a show with steph smith on uh confessions of the internet addict i did her uh a firefly episode with her uh-huh. i also was on an episode of the hellmouth podcast with brian curry i did faith trick as I said, I was going, I'm also going to be on another one of his, uh, his Investigating Angel podcasts. Nice. Katie? Um, I haven't been on too many podcasts either. I guess sometimes over on this podcast called Nerd Blurb, mm-hmm. um, which is mostly like about tech and video games and general nerd news. So I guess over there sometimes. And uh, otherwise, this is my first time ever like being a host on a podcast. Yes. <laughs> I'm the noob. Now, John, where have people heard from you before? <laughs> uh, well, the, the short answer would probably be, "Where haven't they heard me?" Yeah, uh, I've been I've I've been podcasting for over five years now. Um, I have my flagship podcast, which is called Sofa Dogs, uh, provides uh, alternative uh, DVD commentaries from a fan perspective with occasional special guests. I am on. The Geek Show Entertainment.com podcast network. I'm a part of uh, Geek Show Soundcheck, which is a music review podcast. Mm. Uh, movie Night at Geek Show, which is, of course, a, a movie review podcast. Um, I am also the co host of CastleCast.net, which is a weekly you? podcast about the ABC series Castle. Yes, me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm, that's how I knew the name, because I follow that. Oh, yeah, no, I know, I know, I know you, John, from um, Geek Show, because I've been listening to them forever. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Yeah, and I and I've, I'm also I, I guest on a lot of podcasts, uh, Potential Cast, uh, Confessions of an Internet Addict, Series Pass, uh, you name it. I've probably been on it. So upside down, halfway to Happy Land. <laughs> uh huh. See, there's another one. Robin, I Robin can't, is. I can't even keep track of. Them. You're a target on Robin. Yeah. You're the target on Robin's. Uh, what's it called? Back. Yeah. Or uh, Bullseye. You're on his Bullseye yeah. board. It's your picture. What? <laughs> because you, you two are like tied for like most podcasts. For biggest podcast whore. Oh, well, don't worry. Say, y'all are friendly competitors. Well, this is, this is, there's nothing friendly about this competition. <laughs> I, drop out I, I say on Monday, we'll settle this like school children. <laughs> at, the, at the swing set? 
<laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Meet me in the parking lot. Fight in the back. All right. Let's go to the Bluth family meeting. First thing I really found interesting was the sign behind George Sr. It says, Happy Trails Pardoner. What? Happy yes. Trails Pardoner. Mm. Because it's like a whole cowboy theme. With, oh, yeah, because you know? he's got the hat and everything. Yeah. He's, yeah. It says, Happy Trails so Pardoner. It's cowboys versus pirates now on the high seas. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh, the first thing that I thought was, hey, isn't that the other manager from Chuck? The guy playing Buster. <laughs> Tony Hale, yeah. yeah. Tony Hale is great on this show. It's interesting. I watched some of the behind the scenes. That way I could give little tidbits throughout. The whole thing he was doing where he was, like, massaging everyone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Don't touch me. Like, really aggressively, too. Like, yes. yes. Well, in Tony Hale's audition, he was, like, randomly, like, kneading or, like, massaging someone off camera before he started his audition. (laughs) And they were like, what the hell is he doing? And then he went, hey, brother. And they were like, oh, that's him. Wow. (laughs) So the first family member we meet is Lucille. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What did you guys? Well, actually, no, we meet Michael first. Michael. Yeah. What do you guys think of Michael? I, I like Michael. He's he seems like the he seems like the in for the audience. Yeah. He's, he's the most together person there, so he's the straight man. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, definitely the straight man. He is the straight man. But I mean, at the same time, he kind of seemed kind of um, I don't know, oblivious to some things, like the fact you know. I don't know, like, how bad the company actually was doing. I mean, if you work in a company, I mean, I'm guessing he wasn't, you know, yes, the CEO, but I'm guessing he was at least, like, a vice president or something, so he might get some kind of hint that uh, not, all, not all's well with the company. Well, I think I think the whole point was that his dad, like, his family was out. just keeping him, yeah, keeping him out of the loop, like, because he even says at one point, he says, you know, he treats me like a common employee, um, so I, th- I think like it kind of didn't matter what his position was, like part of the reason why the company wasn't doing well was because his dad had all these secrets and was running it into the ground. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so we meet Lucille. I love Mother. Lucille. Yep. I adore no, her. Is that a joke on, on, on I love Lucy? No, no, it's. <laughs> No, Lucille, oh. the name Lucille will sometime, will at a certain point come back where it's like, oh, wow, that's kind of weird. But it's, you won't see it for a while. Okay. Yeah, okay. I, don't, I don't know how I feel about her just yet. I'm, I yeah. don't I'm not sure. I'm like, uh, I don't know. She's a little, she's a little kind of, a, kind of aloof. Mm-hmm. She's mysterious. <laughs> I, yeah. She makes a little... My favorite quote. Oh no, I can't. I won't say the quote. But the uh, next family member we meet is Lindsay. Oh, Portia de Rossi. <laughs> no, I like Lindsay. I like her. Yeah, she's she's interesting. Part. She's she seems more aware than Michael is in some ways. Yeah, she definitely seems to be the the middle ground between the whole family because every now and then you can see the high class whatever look she's trying to do. She every now and then you'll see that drop. 
and you can see some actual serious emotion coming out. So I kind of like that. Yeah. But she's not as one-sided as everyone else. She's, right. She's, she's not. She's not so sort of like one-dimensional, and like her guard yeah. drops. You know, when she's when she's seriously dealing with her family, and like that was actually my favorite part of the episode was the scene between her and, and Michael when they just sat They're down and, yeah. and talked. You know, brother to sister. Um, yeah. yeah. I, it's interesting because, like, my sort of first real introduction to Portia de Rossi doing this shtick was Better Off Ted, which came later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, I was like, okay, well, this must be where, where she start, you know, kind of started doing this. Sure. And then I feel like she perfected it in Better Off Ted, but I'm okay with it. She does it really well. Um, yeah. and I do, and I do like her, which, which, you know, counts for a lot considering the character is very sort of, you know, kind of, kind of princessy and, 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 mm-hmm. and kind of, um, you know, self-involved, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Lindsay's a nice middle ground between the crazy and the straight man. Mm-hmm. Like, cause she mm-hmm. still has that touch of Bluth crazy. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just that touch. <laughs> well, but it's not well, like I mean, so you, you mentioned that. So well, I mean, and she followed the typical, you know, high class thing of, you know, uh, yeah, you come from money, so marry a doctor, so you get a lot of money and, you know, she's still in that mindset, but I can see that, you know, I can, I can see where they can do some serious character development with her. I mean, yes, I know it's a sitcom, so you usually don't have much character development. No, but there's I can a lot see of where character have... development on this show. Well, I mean, that, that's one, one thing I was going to say. You know, usually one reason why I, did, I hadn't watched this before was, you know, I'm not a sitcom person. I don't like sitcoms. I like things that have a story to push them forward. And this one actually seems like they're going to have a story to push the story along, you know, instead of, oh, this is a day um, a day in the life of a group of friends in New York City, or this is a day of, in the life of a uh, dress designer and her gay friend. You know, all these little, okay, it's just a day in the life of. You know, that, that really doesn't appeal to me. This actually has a story. It can push things. So I kind of like yeah. this. Yeah, this seems like there are, there are arcs in place and things that are that are going to develop and come back later on and um you know as a it's less episodic uh as, yeah. as most you know yeah. sitcoms are and exactly. um, I, I i i sort of initially kind of stayed away from it um because a like the aesthetic i'm I, me personally i'm not a huge fan of that whole shaky cam mm. we're, yeah. shoot, we're shooting yeah yeah i just it's I've, I've never been into it and it's like in the past you know like five or ten years like it's become this huge thing everybody's doing it you know you, know, you have things like like the office and whatnot parts and rec exactly mm-hmm. um and uh and also that sort of awkward uncomfortable comedy i'm not a big fan of right um uh, but I do feel that the that the second episode was was better in that regard. But we'll you know we'll talk more about that later. Mm. No, we uh, haven't watched the second episode yet. Yeah, what are you talking? Did you watch your head, John? <laughs> I said, well, I didn't say I watched it. I said we'll talk more about that later. <laughs> okay, God, John, you implied. <laughs> well, you know, this is this, this is our first episode. We're working out the kinks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's interesting because, like, in that, in that scene I was talking about between uh, Lindsay and Michael, and there's that whole thing where she's trying to cry. Um, I'm wondering if that's <laughs> if that if that's going to come back later. If that's going to be really important. Um, yeah. <laughs> crying happens often up. in this show, 
But I don't think that specific thing is something you really have to worry about. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, I laugh my head off at that. Are you trying to cry? <laughs> I used to be able to do this. Wait, wait. Yes, I'm sad, okay? Really, stop it. You're going to pull a muscle. <laughs> <laughs> the next family member we meet is Job. Oh, oh. God. <laughs> yeah, I, I like Will Arnett, but this was... Okay. <laughs> Something of its own. <laughs> yes. Well, the thing is, this is what started the started the whole Will Arnett character. Because everyone that writes characters for Will Arnett now just looks at Job. I'm right, he gets kind of typecast. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, I didn't hear you, Ryan. I, I don't see a point to Job. I, I really... I mean... I can see how everyone else fits into the family dynamic. I'm just not seeing why they even have that part in there, I guess is what I'm saying. I, I guess I guess just to, to, for conflict or to make things more difficult, because that's, that's kind of what I get from Job at the moment. It's like, I like Will Arnett, and I like his, his delivery. You know, he, he's, he's very funny. But the character is just is kind of frustrating at this point. Yeah. Yeah. It just, and, and kind of annoying. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right, right. I'm not gonna help pay for the party. I'm just gonna do a magic trick, and that'll be my. What? Yeah, that hap the, the the company happened to pay eighteen thousand dollars. Yeah, for. it's like no, shut up, contribute. <laughs> <laughs> well, Oy. Lucille doesn't like him. <laughs> right? That's true. <laughs> I love all my children. I can't stand God. <laughs> I keep doing these quotes, and I shouldn't okay. be doing it, should I? <laughs> it's fine. We're starting out. It's fine. <laughs> um, did you notice that uh, her in when they're talking about hoop? Did you do you know what hoop stands for? <laughs> Hands off our penis. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> do you now get why it's the why the Jewish Defense League is like yeah, oh. it's well, like <laughs> rallying. <laughs> She makes the point about the, the Dobermans, and don't you dock Doberman's ears? <laughs> oh, my. I totally forgot oh, about that. Yeah, that yeah makes I, I didn't funny. realize that. <laughs> yeah, you cut good. Doberman's ears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh. That touch of Blue's crazy. Yeah. I love the Alliance of Magicians photo. <laughs> <laughs> And my favorite part of the picture, other than the fact that they demand to be taken seriously, yeah, is that there's a random clown. If you look back, <laughs> right? Like, like, is he a clown who does magic? What's what's going on there? Yeah, <laughs> it's like the classic clown with the rainbow wig, red rubber nose, white face paint, and everything. He's just there with all these like really serious looking guys, but he has a serious look on his well, face. Well, and then there's the guy that looks like Gan uh, not Gandalf does a. Uh, uh, yeah, I ganned off the gray kind of look, wizard. <laughs> like a wizard, yeah. Yeah, he's a wizard. yeah, like Merlin. <laughs> yeah, Merlin. That's more of what I was going for. So we also meet George Michael. Oh, it's adorable, I'm... Michael Sarah. What? I, I'm I, sorry. I, I, I think uh, I think that Michael Sarah kid's going places. I expect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Does he have just the one character? Because everything I've seen him, in, this is the character he plays. Yeah, I think he kind of got typecast just like Will Arnett does. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> no, I have down, Scott Michael Pilgrim's Sarah's acting different. hasn't gotten any better. Nope. Since he was, how old was he when he did this show? Like, 
I would, I think he's like around fourteen or fifteen. Young enough for his voice to be all yeah, high pitched. Yeah. <laughs> Back when there was an excuse for it. Yeah. <laughs> but I love Michael Sarah, and it's not just based off Arrested Development. I think he's a good. I think he's a good actor overall. You know. Yeah. He just for what he does. Type, I think it's just because he gets typecasted as that type of thing, and we don't really get to see that. Yeah, um, I would say if you want to see him do something a little differently, uh, rent Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Yes. Definitely. Yes, um, but, that's much. Yeah. But yeah, aside yeah. from that, he's typically this sort of you know neurotic, nervous, uh, you know, kind really of awkward, yeah, awkward kind of character. Yeah. Having said that, like you know, I do like George Michael, mm-hmm. um, and I and I like his interactions with his dad. Like those are the other. That's the other element of of the pilot that I that I responded to strongly. Mm-hmm. Um, my one of my one of the things I noticed just because I'm in. I've seen this before, is uh, when they introduce him, it says George Michael Bluth, frozen banana salesman slash child. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's yes, his because, job, is to be yeah, a child. <laughs> exactly. hey, it's like you put student as your job on, uh, on like, loan applications. <laughs> yeah, but you get, like, you know, you get paid for that and benefits and discounts and things. You don't... <laughs> <laughs> He's a blue yeah. child. So I yeah, means, but... I guess that's supposed to mean something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, well, we see that it means something with May, but we'll, we'll yeah. get to her later. Oh, maybe. <laughs> oh, maybe. I was also gonna say, but also not in everything Michael Sarah does to see kiss his cousin. Yes. <laughs> that's and true. Then, and then start crushing on her. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Don't you hate it when you find a frozen foot in your banana in your frozen banana? Mm, I said no. Guy. I don't eat. I'm like frozen bananas. Really? Do people eat those? I mean, I do. Fetches, <laughs> really? Yeah. That reminds, gotta... that reminds me of one of my favorite um, uh, Mitch Hedberg jokes, where he says, mm-hmm. uh, says uh, "My roommate asked me one time uh, if I wanted a frozen banana. I said no, but I would like a regular banana later. So yeah." <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's maybe just, you know, me being in the South, or maybe even being in Alabama. I've never heard of eating a frozen banana. Well, I mean, you've had, you've had like, cold, frozen things that have bananas in them, right? Mm. Like Chunky Monkey? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, there you go. It's the same thing. Just take out all that other stuff. Yeah. Well, as you, well, you know, he dips it, they dip it in chocolate. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like like chocolate dip bananas. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's that one picture of George Sr., like when they give Buster uh, chocolate. <laughs> There's a picture of George, George Sr. in the back with a, a banana covered in chocolate with nuts on it. I mean, it's <laughs> fairly... Um, uh, Alec. Alec, thank you. That's a better Alec. term. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Alec symbol, Alec symbol. Um... So did anyone else notice that the homing development is called Sudden Valley? Do you think that's an inappropriate name for housing development? Uh, so, oh, sudden valley. I see. I get it. That's cute. <laughs> oh, the sudden, there's a valley there. Yeah. Mm-hmm, landslide. And they're building houses on it. So like, <laughs> but like, I didn't see any other houses being built. <laughs> it's just the, the, the one model. Just the one model house. It's just a spec home. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think because they're trying to get investors, so they're building. They're being like, "Here's this model home. 
mm-hmm. here's if, what the rest of them will look like. Do you want to invest money? And I think that was the I think that was kind of like the the whole point of of uh, at the end of the episode, like why he was he was in trouble was because he had scammed a bunch of I guess potential investors who were going to be investing in these in these homes. And then built. Built the yeah. Fraud. But seriously, how cheap is Michael for living in a spec home? That is the attic. Is, in the attic, even yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I mean, he did it for you know personal reasons, something to do with his family, blah blah blah. But yeah, well, I think it's also kind of rebellion against the rest of his family because like they just throw money around. So he's like, I'm not going to be yeah. like you. Oh, totally. Well, that's the other thing too is that he, I, and I think it also helps to explain why he he's not so in the know. He wants to kind of distance himself from these people as much as he can. So, of course, he's not going to be around them all the time talking business. Yeah. Right. Also, I think you you could go into, well, his wife died, so... Yeah. I'm very curious to find out how she died. I would like <laughs> yeah. to go back about her, yeah. I don't know if yeah. I really yeah. care. Maybe some died. home videos or something, you know. Yeah. I mean, because, I mean, how, how long ago did she die? Did it, does it even say... They don't say in this episode, but in a few episodes they do. I do believe they okay. say they. Me- it's not really a spoilery thing to say, so I'll just say she died two years before the series started. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was thinking that that, that might ha- you know if he's if George Michael's lived all this time with his dad alone, that might explain some of his uh, strange social awkwardness. <laughs> social awkwardness yes. Yeah. Um. And- who knows? Maybe she was just like him. <laughs> um, so, did any of you have a particular favorite uh, gay protester on the boat? The mm. I like the guy in the in the blue. You you really get a good shot of him when um, when uh, um, what's his name Tobias is leaving the hotel mm-hmm. and he joins the the black guy with has the full like you know, <laughs> dark looking wig and the blue jacket I, I like that <laughs> I like the one in all the leather with uh, with the rainbow boa I enjoyed that <laughs> yeah I think that was the, that was the one that tickled me the most and I remember and there was like somebody and I guess it was just ADR that they threw in but like as they were uh, picking up um, Tobias. Uh, yeah thank you uh, <laughs> Tobias like there was there was a group of them sort of, you know, milling about and, and like you hear one of them go, I know my rights. <laughs> <laughs> no, I enjoyed that leather outfit because I've probably seen it on the bus before. Because <laughs> 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 I, I take the bus through the Castro sometimes. And wow. you see fun things on the bus there. <laughs> I want to go to the Castro. That sounds fun. Oh, it's fun. My favorite protester is the one holding the freedom sign. Oh yeah, right, right in the most appropriate spot. Yeah, yeah, the the other phallic symbol. Yeah, of the episode. Yes. We should have phallic watch. Yes. Phallic. <laughs> there's, oh there's a giant banana. I think that that would just not. I think that's pushing it. If there's a giant banana in almost every episode. Well, he is a teenager, so it's kind of appropriate that he always has his in, in the banana. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Did anyone else notice that Job is a part-time magician? Yeah, not even a full-time. He's a part-time magician. No, I didn't notice that. Yeah. They say huh. 
They say they put it under what his uh, title card, and they also say in the news report where she's like, "Part time Gob Bluth." Gob. Gob. Yes. Gob. Okay, that, what's with the weird names? I mean, we haven't even talked about her yet, but maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's that's the only thing I like about her is her adorable name. Maybe you don't like maybe. <laughs> I at this point no. Oh. oh. I don't like she's she's kind of annoying, and I don't like the way she treats uh, George Michael. Yeah. She's kind of like Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, she. She's, well, yeah, mm-hmm. well, the Bluth women, they are very, they are very similar. They are very similar. I can say that. Okay. 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 And their wily ways. Yes. <laughs> um. So that news anchor, he's an actual news anchor in California. Yeah, I recognized him. He, <laughs> Does anyone else know who the uh, narrator is? No, his voice sounded familiar. I haven't written down. Who is that narrator? Uh, it's Ron Howard. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's a he's a producer on the show, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Him um, and Brian Grazer? Yeah. On the DVDs, on the first season DVD, he has, like, a little intro that he's like, you know, I hope you guys enjoy the... The first season of Rest Development, I know I have. Like, you know, and also, the, also I'm the uncredited narrator. narrator. I'm still not sure if I like having the narrator on there, but I, I guess I'll get used to it. As the plot gets more expansive, you're going to be more grateful that you have the narrator. Yeah, because that was a problem I had with the pilot, was that they were just they were throwing so much information at us mm-hmm. constantly. And it was a little hard to keep up and keep that. I mean, I couldn't even remember Tobias's name. Um, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of loose ends here. Yeah, I, I wrote I made myself a cheat sheet actually. I, I didn't yeah. think I ever got Lucille's name down until the the sexiest Bluth I know. <laughs> I love that Michael was still like you know oh that's me right yeah obviously I'm the sexiest Bluth. <laughs> It's like he was a he was a little taken aback, and he's like was like I'm I'm holding out hope that this is still me. <laughs> it couldn't possibly Even be anyone else. Slightly creepy. <laughs> yeah. Well, considering the way his son was acting toward his cousin, it seems like incestuous nature is all <laughs> right in there. Oh dear. We haven't really discussed uh, Buster all that much. What did you guys think of him? Like how Buster thinks he knows better than Magellan and Cortez. <laughs> well, they they did all right, you know. Whatever. <laughs> He's the useless academic. <laughs> I I love that that um, it was prone to panic attacks. Yes, <laughs> I love that. Uh, well, they they put him in charge because he has uh, he's taking business lessons and oh yeah, it's 18th century ag- agronomics. but but it's not really that different. Yeah. Are, now, are we worried about a rising? <laughs> <laughs> Also, in that meeting, the lady says, like, one of the many reasons why I wanted to point out Sudden Valley was, now there's a Sudden Valley expansion. (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) Let's just touch on Tobias a little bit, because Tobias is also one of my favorite characters on the show. I kind of like Tobias. This was my first introduction to David Cross. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because I wasn't old enough to watch Mr. Show when it was on. Ah, right. Yeah, I'm only 18, I, so... Yeah, yeah I, I like I like David Cross. Um, Tobias, I'm not sure, because it's like it's like I, I like Tobias in, in that like, I feel sympathy for him when, when bad things happen to him, but come on. Is he really that stupid? Yes! 
Yes, he is. Ah. And yet, and yet, he's a doctor. He went oh. to MIT, and he's and and not only that, but the head of psychiatry. <laughs> oh right, right, right. <laughs> and that he could, and because he has a degree in psychiatry, of course he could perform CPR. On CPR. But apparently some, not that well. No, not that well at all. <laughs> right. Because he was sleeping. Right. Well, I think um, I guess we'll have to wait and see. But at this point, I'm not really buying how he and Lindsay are are a couple. He's a doctor. Yeah, she wants money. He wanted to go well, for for a good doctor. He was head of psychiatry. You know, I, I can yeah, buy that. Well, right. in, when they're introducing Lindsay, I think it's Lindsay. They say that in an act of rebellion, she married him. She married him. Yeah, yeah. And I and I get that and the whole you know money thing. But I just figured like after a while, wouldn't she be like, nah, I got what I needed. I'm gonna move on. <laughs> yeah. Well, I kind of get the feeling she has. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I kind of feel like it's so, she's so apathetic she can't bring herself to even divorce him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, right. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> Another thing I want to say about this family, I want to let you know, go, know out of the get-go, they are all incredibly selfish people. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I get that. I got that. I, yeah. And that's a major theme throughout the entire show. <laughs> I'm trying to get a picture of it. He, he uh, Tobias shows up the first time we see him there in the uh, in the hotel room, he shows up wearing some weird looking sweater. Yeah, it's just the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I think that's his uh, Bostonian like doctor look. Yeah, just... like I went to MIT <laughs> look. Yeah. yeah. So overall, what would you guys give this? What would you? Th- what do you think of this episode? Uh, let's start with you, John. Uh, you're looking for ratings. Yeah, ratings and um... overall thoughts. Uh, it's okay. Um, you know, like I said, there's a lot of information being thrown on us constantly. And it's a little hard to, like, retain it. Like, a lot of it kind of went in one ear and out the other for me. There were only key bits that I remember uh, and that, like, stuck out to me. as like, oh, I like that scene or I like that moment. Um, uh, but it's, but it's, it's all right. You know, I, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not like, oh, I can't believe I agreed to this. And there's so much more to get to go through, you know. I was like, no, oh, that was cute. I was glad I watched that. So I'll have, I'll have to give it uh, six bananas out of ten. <laughs> All right. How about you, Katie? Um, okay. I, I'm kind of along the same lines. It was a lot of information to take in, um, and there were a lot of loose ends, and I had to write a cheat sheet out of everybody's names and like who they were because I was very confused. But uh, even though I've seen the pilot before. Um, right. But I... George Michael is adorable, so that gets an extra point. So I'm going to give it 7 out of 10 homosexual pirate protests. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I liked it. I mean, it it wasn't, it wasn't didn't reach out and grab me and say, watch me. Um, but a few, like, like John was saying, that scene there at the end between Lindsay and uh, Michael that's the kind of stuff I like seeing. Yeah, you have all this craziness, but let me see some. Give me some of the family aspect of it. So, I, I'd give it a seven. Um, seven incestuous makeout sessions. <laughs> <laughs> um, just to add on to that, I also really love that scene where they're all playing Monopoly together. Yeah. Yeah. Collecting jail, get out of jail free cards. <laughs> and it's a good one, George Michael. 
Um, there was there, right when uh, Lindsay goes up into that attic. I noticed this my second time walking through. When Lindsay goes up to the attic and goes, you know, is checking out, you know, what all's up there, and she moves to to go see George Michael. There are three different boxes of Monopoly. <laughs> yeah, so there's three boxes. Really love Monopoly. <laughs> well, who doesn't? Jump it makes sense. <laughs> who doesn't? Uh, it's totally empty. It's a totally empty attic, except for three boxes of Monopoly and a sh- and a and a candlestick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, so, I think the pilot overall is one of their more okay episodes in the series, but I think it does introduce, like, the idea of what's gonna happen and characters of the show. There are some, so many, like, plots that you won't see until the very last episode that are started off, that you won't realize happen until the very last episode that start out in this episode. Okay. And it is, I just, like... I think there it has one of my favorite jokes in the entire series, and it, and but you know overall I think you know there are a lot better episodes of the show, so I give it seven and a half out of ten missing fox feet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> there's half a foot. Half of a foot was found, but we don't know where the other half is. No, because they're all missing. <laughs> okay, dokes. So, if you would like to tell us where Missing Fox Feet are. You can email at us at boothcast at gmail.com. You could call our hotline 41986 Bluth. We are a podcast. You can comment on our show there at quadruples.com. We are also a part of Between the Lines Studios and you can find more information about <laughs> You can find more information about them over at BetweenTheLineStudios.com, Facebook.com slash BTL Studios, or on Twitter at Twitter.com slash BTL Studios. Alright. So, something that a podcast called FisherCast does that I think works very well there, and it, works, it would work really well for our show because it is about a family, is Bluth slash Funke of the Week. <laughs> And what exactly is that? It basically means we pick our one favorite family member of the week. All right. Okie dokie. Katie? Well, I'm going to pick George Michael, because I, uh, I, he's adorable. <laughs> Are you going to pick him every week? No. I get that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Someone may trump him at some point. Okay, how about uh, Ryan next one? <laughs> um, I kind of guess I got to give it to Lindsay, uh, just because I, I, like I said, that that one scene with her, um, I guess just for the fact that she shows different dimensions, uh, like being a sister in point. So I, I got to give it to her. John, um, I'm gonna go ahead and give it to Michael. Really? Uh, I, I thought, yeah, I thought. Um, I mean, you know, that's the other thing we didn't talk about. It was I thought that, uh, you know, really showcase uh, what uh, Jason Bateman is capable of, and mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. really good start out of the gate for him. So yeah, I'm gonna give it to Michael. All right. Well, my blue slash pink of the week is Lucille. I love how self-contradicting she is throughout the entire episode, where she talks about how some people are so dramatic, like how dramatic people can be, and then says she wants to light herself on fire. <laughs> yeah, and then saying, 
you know, I, love I have no my, favorites. I have no I favorites. Have no favorites. I don't care for Job. <laughs> I just think that is the. I think that's just amazing. <laughs> All right. Definitely uh, funny. <laughs> yes, I think I because it just it's show like I forget how much how many roots that there are in this pilot. And well, it, don't tell us. Oh no, I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to start an Arrested Spoilers group, I guess. Oh, boy. <laughs> arrested <laughs> for spoiling. Yes. <laughs> um, so... Spoiler development. Yes, spoiler. Spoiler development. Oh, that's <laughs> better. Yes, there, we that's, go. there we go. <laughs> okay. Okay, so, um... Quotes? Anyone want to start? I said no nuts. <laughs> Mistaking a group of garishly dressed men for pirates, Tobias boarded a van of homosexuals. <laughs> um, I, mine, I guess, will be, um... Illusion, Michael. A trick is a, something a whore does for money. <laughs> or candy. <laughs> because that makes it so better. Yes. Yeah. Like, totally saved it. Yep. <laughs> Um, in the extended version of the pilot, he says, or cocaine. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. So, John, what's your quote? Um. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, go fish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another thing I, I want to mention. George Michael, there is a... He has... A straw in his drink, but he's so nervous. He like nervous that he just picks up the drink and sips it. Yeah, yeah and like <laughs> the straw is hitting his face. I've done that before. Uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. One thing I was. Like, I don't know if y'all noticed, but when they go into that into the boathouse to go steering it, the captain looks like Mark Twain. He does. I was. I, yes. My notes, my notes said that's a classy looking captain. <laughs> He's what I yeah. think Paul F. Tompkins will look like when he gets older. <laughs> you, you have to agree. If you know what Paul F. Tompkins looks like, you're like, yeah, I could see that. <laughs> Giving up stand-up comedy and being a captain by the sea. He could do a part-time. Yeah, exactly. He could be a part-time captain. He could be a cruise ship comedian where he's also the captain. There you go. All right, Kelly, so what's our homework? This week's homework is Top Banana. Top Banana. Okay. I wonder what. I wonder what's going to be featured in that a lot. Spinning tops? <laughs> Who knows? We'll find out next week. <laughs> On Bluthcast. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so, I guess, so that's it for this week's Bluthcast. If you want to contact us individually, you can contact us at... What's the easiest way for people to contact you guys? Uh, for me, it's Twitter. So it's twitter.com slash kdgrrl1016. Uh, with me, it's um, probably going to be email. It's okay. phikappa304. That is p-h-i-k-a-p-p-a-304 at gmail. Uh Twitter as well, most likely, and that's uh, twitter.com slash John Pavlich, J-O-H-N-P-A-V-L-I-C-H. And you can follow me on Twitter at 
twitter.com slash kellyjoe562. Oh, I also forgot to mention, we have a Facebook group! Yay! <laughs> look, up, look us up, it's Bluthcast, all one word. We've already started. We have 16 members. Yay! Yay, and we haven't even released our first episode yet. <laughs> Let's hope this is good. <laughs> They're all our friends, so they'll have to say it's good. Yeah, pretty much. Well, with such an experienced podcaster as John, we automatically will get all his fans, right? I don't think that's how that works. Oh. All right. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay, then. Well... We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Hello, and welcome to Bluth Cast. Ah, crap, I must. <laughs> Hold on. Let's read <laughs> Off to a great start. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We've got some choice pick for the bloopers now. Yes. <laughs> okay.